the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the show. It's the date day edition of The Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. And this is, as you know by now, a program dedicated to taking your phone calls, answering your Bible questions, questions about stuff going on in your life. And today with Paula here in the studio, you can ask about anything. If you need any encouragement, all you need to do is provide the phone call, 210-340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com. Or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. And remember, if you are driving in your car, the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app. Hit the call now banner at the top of the screen and everything else will be hands-free and you'll be connected directly to the studio producer. Paul, I got to say one thing so the studio audience understands we're flying a little blind today. Don't have my Bible programs. I don't have the other stuff. Our internet connection has been off and on, mostly off for the last two days. And so uh, yesterday we had it working just during the program. Today it's not working at all. So uh, if you ask really, really hard questions, I'm going to have to refer them to you, Paul. Hmm. <laughs> Y'all people are in deep trouble. <laughs> Y'all people. <laughs> Y'all people. You're texting now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Been here a long time. 27 years. Yeehaw. <laughs> I almost said that's half your life, but it's not. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, today we've been uh, together, babe, 52 years and four days. But who's counting? Me. <laughs> <laughs> 52 years and four days. Amazing, right? Yeah, anyway. this this year we celebrate our 50th wedding anniversary. I know. We've been together since March 20th, 1970, yeah. but married 50 years. 50 years. We got old, huh? If we make it, that is, you know, Lord willing. But we <laughs> should plan something big, right? Just what do you want to do? You want to go somewhere? Plan something big costs a lot of money. Well, it doesn't have to. Plan something big. It doesn't really have to cost a lot of money. It's going to cost a little bit of money, but maybe <laughs> maybe not too big. Anyway, babe, don't get me 50 long Sam Yellow Roses. That almost <laughs> killed me. <laughs> Paula, let me tell you a little background of that story. Paula, uh, when she turned 50 years old, which was some time ago now, uh, I got her 50 Yellow Roses. Yellow Roses are her favorite. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was the best thing in the world. I had them delivered while she was at the gym. Mm-hmm. And 50 yellow roses, she brought 50 yellow roses home, and the, her allergies to the roses, it was like, what are you trying to do? You're yeah. trying to kill me here. I mean, I, they are absolutely gorgeous, beautiful. They were heavier than all get out, because the, the lady who delivered them Cause, was cause here. 50. Yeah, and they were long stem, so they were probably from my head down to my knees. And so I'm trying to hold them up, and I'm telling the lady, take the picture. Take the picture. <laughs> but it was a really sweet thought and everything. But 
Oh my. Yeah. Just yeah. Don't one. Just one rose will be fine. <laughs> one will be well. Hey, I just wanted to thank uh, so many people because uh, if you don't know, I wasn't I wasn't feeling so good. It was all my fault. I was in my house doing some crazy exercises, trying to do stuff, and I I kind of tweaked tweaked my left hip. My right hip had been kind of bugging me, but you know, I prayed on Sunday and I got healed. <laughs> I think I think I got prayed on Friday and I got healed. And so my right hip was doing good, but then you know Monday, you know I was working out in my in my house, and by the time I guess you no, know, it was Tuesday Wednesday. By the time Friday came around, I was like, "Ooh, this is not this isn't good." And then Saturday morning, I barely got out of bed and I came to prayer, you know, because you gotta come pray. Yeah, so went home. And, you, know, you sounded like you were groaning in the spirit. Oh, my goodness. Oh. It was taking my breath away every time I would move the wrong direction. Could not move Saturday night, Sunday morning, trying to go to church. It took me 30 minutes to stand up straight. And I was like, Ron, I'll just be such a total distraction. And every time I move, it's like, oh, because it would take my breath away. So I missed church Sunday. And so, you know, just the numbers of people who are just... It's family. And so this is my point. You need to be in church, be a part of a healthy body. If Pastor Ron is your pastor and you can get to church and you're just having him be your pastor, that's, he's not your pastor. He's not your pastor. And if you're thinking, oh yeah, I'm a Christian and you know, Pastor Ron is my, my, my pastor. I'm part of Calvary Chapel San Antonio and you don't ever come here. You're not really, you're only fooling yourself. And the reason I'm saying this and so adamantly is because when I couldn't get here, I've already established great relationships here. And I didn't have to go through any of this by myself. Nothing, nothing by myself. Um, Dr. Peter called me because I wasn't at church. He's like, what's up? You know, kind of a thing. And he says, "Um, come in before any other patient. One of the guys, David Luckman comes out to the car and he's going to pick me up to take me in because I was really having a hard time. I was like, no. Oh, he's never offered to do that to me when I had to go to multi-medical. <laughs> well, <laughs> I am Mama Paula. But, um, yeah, so he's going to pick me up to take me in there. Uh, another lady, so, so sweet, Cindy, she's like, I, I know you're, you know, and here's the truth about it. Here's the truth. She told me last night. She goes, um, I thought maybe you wouldn't be able to cook for Pastor Ron. So it wasn't about me at all. <laughs> she said, I thought you probably wouldn't be able to cook for Pastor Ron, so I needed to you know, make sure you had some food for him. Thank you so much. But, yeah, I appreciated it. Um, and then one of the other ladies wanted to come over and give me a massage. I mean, that's a church body. Yeah, after after service, and I'll, I'll make a point of this in a moment, but... But after service on Sunday, yes. I, I got home. Yeah. Um, um, one of the ladies who is a physical therapist, yep. she came over yeah. and helped you out. I she mean, sure did. Amazing. Just... She gave me some exercises to do. She, you know, pulled my leg out, trying to get it back into sockets. And it was just, that's that's church. That's family. Um, and so it's, get in, get, get in church, y'all. That's what I'm saying. I had so many get well cards and how many people would call or text me to say, how can I serve you? Just if you need anything, all capital letters, you know, if you need anything, just let me know. That's body life. You know, Paula, so many people who go through difficult stuff for some reason won't share what they're going through. Um, uh, you know, it's it's like, well, I, I don't need anybody to help me, or I'm sure everybody's too busy. Well, that's what the body's supposed to do. You know, if you got a, a an itch on the top of your head, your hand goes up and scratches mm-hmm. it, and uh, all you got to do is let people know, and the the outpouring of support and love. And the availability of help. Uh, you need anything? I'll go get food. Uh, we had one lady. God bless her. She she can't drive, so she paid for food and got somebody else to drive. Mm-hmm. And and you know it's just uh, that's just the kind of of uh, healthy church body that we all need. And mm-hmm. I think Paula's point is it's uh, having a radio pastor is not really having a pastor at all. Mm-hmm. It's the body. It's not the pastor. 
It's the body of Christ working together, everybody using their gifts yeah. that makes things yeah. so so wonderful. So church is important. Church is so important. Yeah. Paula, we've got Ruben waiting on line one from Seguin, so we'll get back to your stuff in a cool. moment. Ruben, thanks for calling. You're on the air. God bless you, Pastor Ron. God bless you, Pastor Mama. How are y'all doing? No, it's just Mama Paula, baby. We've got to make sure the whole audience knows that I am not a pastor. So, But thank you. I know you just tripped over that word there. That's yeah, all right. Paula, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. I love you. How you I'm feeling? Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I, am feeling, I am feeling I am feeling tremendous. I am feeling tremendous and I I heard what she said about uh uh not having a uh uh radio pastor and I am counting the days until I can get my vehicle to be able to go to San Antonio so that way I can become a full member of Calvary because uh, I've already (laughs) felt the love. Um, I mean, just I've already felt the love and all I need is to just be there. And I can, I can imagine how much love I'm going to, how much more love I'm going to feel there. You know, uh, I had a sweet, sweet lady from Malta Medical call me this morning. I believe her name was Amy. Uh, very sweet, really sweet lady uh, spoke to me and prayed with me and just made me feel so, so much wonderful, so much better. Um, regarding what what I'm going through, and uh, I I hung up after you spoke. Uh, you said something else after uh, you spoke to me uh, afterwards, but I heard you on the radio what you said mm-hmm. yesterday, Pastor Ron, about don't let the enemy, you know, uh, torment me yeah. about, you know, because he's going to come at me and say, well, did God really heal you? Did he? And I know he did. Yeah. And and I know that that the devil is just a liar, you know, and 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 um, and but I'm going to stand firm on my ground. I'm going to stand firm on my ground and know that that um, when God says, not if God says, but when God says you're healed, you are healed. We are the only ones that are that are going to say, well, well, maybe I'm not. Oh, well, I got this fever that won't go away. And, and I got this that, you know, uh, um, and we're the ones that that delay any kind of. A miracle from happening, and 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 I know that once I get there, that um, being there, it's going to help me so much more in my life, and 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 help me stand more firm in God. Than I've more than I've ever stood before, and and I just thank God. I thank God for you. I thank God for everyone who has just who has just prayed for me. Everyone who has just pulled for me, and 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 I just you know I'm I'm, I'm words are never going to be enough to say thank you. Uh, um, and when I get there, I want to be able to to uh, help other people uh, in ways, you know, I'm already thinking about ways I can do it. I'm thinking, you know, hey, if there's <laughs> anybody that wants to learn how to play guitar or piano or learn how to sing, I will offer my services for free to teach them. To, to I don't know if y'all have a class or anything, but these are just yeah. things that I want to do. But first of all, I got to get my car. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I just... Ruben, I've had d- j- just this week, just this week, after your call on Monday, just this week, I personally have had four people come to me and say, I'll go get Ruben anytime. People that are listening. Oh. So, so just, you, you just, this is the body. So, uh, it's, it's what the body does. So if you want to get to church, all you got to do is let us know and we'll make, make sure you get here. Well, most definitely. Uh, uh, can, can I give you my number and have somebody contact me and, yeah. Uh, why don't you email it, Ruben? Why don't you email it okay. to questions at calvaryessay.com. Uh, email it, okay, and we'll get somebody to contact you. 
Praise the Lord. God bless you, man. At CalvaryChapel.com? No, at CalvarySA.com. Okay, CalvarySA.com. I will do that, Pastor yep. Ron. Okay, Mama. Papa, you got thank it. You for, thank you. God bless you. Bye. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Love you. Yeah. Mama Paula. That's who I am. Yeah. I'm proud to be. Proud to be Mama Paula. See, Paula, you know, there's some neat things. When, when you're, you're doing what God wants you to do, it's just amazing how God moves before you. I, I told you about this today. I had a dentist appointment uh, this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go to the dentist about as often as we have a flood to destroy the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a dental <laughs> person. And, and I had a dental appointment this week. And the lady knew me. Mm-hmm. I had never seen her before. But, oh, she's, yeah, I've been to your church a couple of times, but it's too far away. But, but I've been listening to the radio show for a really long time. We listen every day. And I've been going to Malta Medical for 10 years. Now, Malta's only been open nine. Mm-hmm. But, but so she's been going the whole time. But, but what a neat thing to go out in the community. Mm-hmm. And somebody who's been going to Malta Medical for, for evidently the whole time Malta's been open. Yeah. Um, um, she's been blessed by what we do. And, you know, we, there's, those are the kind of things that God does. We never work. Yeah. I, I love the fact that um, the Lord says, you know, if you pray for your city, it, it will prosper and, and you will as well. And our prospering is not monetarily. Our prospering is, Lord, you've given us a life of meaning and purpose. And people get saved because of the message that you've let us carry to other people. That's the coolest thing. When people come to the altar and get saved, that that never gets old for me. You know, it's like going and, and having communion. But when somebody gets saved, their eternal destination has been changed. Yeah, we had a uh, woman uh, last night who got saved at, in our high school ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is um, um, a foster child. Um, a beautiful woman in our church brought her into her home. And, and her life has been unspeakably difficult, yeah. horribly so. And you look at her and just wonder how she survived. And, and one of the ways she survived was by being tough, just being hard. Yeah. And last night, this girl gave her life to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And I only saw her. I didn't, didn't wasn't there. She was in another place. Mm-hmm. But when, when she, uh, I saw her after service, she looked completely different. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, well, I wonder what happened. And then I found out, mm-hmm. you got a text saying. No, no. Somebody told me in person oh, what happened. Uh-huh. But, and, and when you told me, I thought, well, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's the kind of thing that, that you say it never gets old. It's, it's always wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's just one of, those, one of those moments when you think, God, you, you let us help you do these things. We get to partner with you in this kind of ministry. One other thing, and then I'll let you go to your stuff, Paula, but um, uh, I got to, to, to see, I'm almost going to cry, I got to see and experience um, one of the very best things that I've ever experienced in 27 years almost as a pastor and mm-hmm. 31 as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, um, last night, one of, the, one of the ladies that lives at Manor House Again, she comes from a really difficult background. Life has not been easy or 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 good for her in many ways. And she's, uh, of course, become a Christian. And she's just blossomed. And one of the things that she's needed was a car. And um, um, one of late, the family members. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Late last week, um, somebody in this body came to me and said, um, we've got a car. We're, we want to give it. Um, so give it to whoever you think needs it. And instantly the Lord put this this girl in my heart. Mm-hmm. And to see her around that car. I mean, uh, there's a text going around. I don't know what you call it. A video a text video. or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but, but, but she's jumping for joy. She's praising the yeah, Lord. Like, Everybody around her is yeah, crying. Yeah. It's just an amazing thing. And to see how grateful she was was truly one of the, 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 the most important markers mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, God, mm-hmm. we get to be a part of this kind of stuff yeah. every single day. I know, I know. And just a couple of weeks ago, or was it last week, I don't know, when you, you dedicated one of the other ladies 
who are at Manor House, her twin boys. Yeah. How fun. I mean, we, you, we just get the best life ever, you know? Yeah, you're the king of baby dedications, and it's coming up again because we got quite a few, yeah. <laughs> quite a few of these ladies, uh, you know, ready to bring out some more kids for the kingdom. Yeah, we so. we didn't even have a COVID break of no. pregnancies. <laughs> no, they just kept going. No, in <laughs> fact, the weekend that COVID started, we had our women's retreat. I have a picture, and I think it's nine of them. You know, stomach to back, stomach to back, stomach to back. And one lady who was pregnant at the time wasn't able to go to the retreat. So that would have been 10. That was pre-COVID. COVID. But, yeah, no, there's been no break. Be fruitful and multiply indeed. <laughs> Just being obedient. Hey, 340-9585, if you have any questions for Paula or comments, you need any encouragement, or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Paula, what's mm-hmm. on your heart today? Well, I'm going to kind of go back and address what Ruben is going through, too. Um, Annette, who did the the women's leadership devotion, and I'm not going to do the whole devotion or anything like that, but just, um, you know, Thomas, doubting Thomas, you know, he did not want to, he didn't want to believe. He didn't want to believe so bad because he didn't want to be let down. And so, you know, um, I would suggest, Ruben, that you go and read about Doubting Thomas, where the Lord, he didn't, he wasn't mad. He says, put your hands here, you know, touch and, touch and, touch and see. And, yeah, touch and see. Um, and so he understands that we all go through those doubts, you know. Like my right hip, I, I said it was healed. And then my left hip was worse than my right hip ever was. <laughs> <laughs> and so now my, my left hip is getting better, but I can feel my right hip again. I'm like, what's up with that? But, you know, that's we all go through that, where we get that little twinge of doubt and the Lord says but do you trust me do you trust me I'm going to keep walking and just like Ruben he's going to keep walking and um, remember the doubting Thomas he's the one who said okay if he's going to die I'm, let's just go and go with him that's pretty awesome I think that's where you are Ruben so you just keep it up and we'll see you at Calvary Chapel San Antonio soon when the people show up Get in the car, get your seatbelt on, and come to church. <laughs> you know, Paula, Thomas gets gets a bad rap because of what you just said. You know, when Jesus said, let's go, and, and all the disciples knew that that meant he was going to go to Jerusalem and die. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, the disciples tried to talk him out of it. And when, when Thomas saw that they couldn't talk him, well, if he's going to go, and if we die, we die. Mm-hmm. So, so he was a brave man. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we just have those moments, those lapses of faith. And in his particular case, um, just the, the potential letdown. Um, and, and for a week, Thomas was away from the fellowship of the other disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when he joined back together with them, that's when Jesus appeared to him, materialized through a wall yeah. and said, touch and feel, Thomas, yeah. this, this is me. This is really and he, me. And he fell on his face and said, my Lord and my God. Yeah. Um, but, but you see, it wasn't a lack of courage. It was just a, a moment where he couldn't bear to be hurt anymore. Yeah. And you always say to our ladies, especially mm-hmm. hands down, heart open. Yeah. And that, that whole idea of being vulnerable, the kind of pain that we've experienced in the past, yeah. is overwhelming at yeah. times. Yeah. And what we've got to do is remember that that Jesus is in the hand. You know, last week I was talking with Sandy Adams, um, maybe two weeks ago Mm -hmm. now, I don't know, but but I was talking with Sandy Adams, whose son Zach has gone through an unbelievable ordeal. He's been in the hospital now for more than 80 days and uh, was given up on several times. And and I mean, he's he's still around. He's, He's taking a couple of tiny steps. Um, so he's not out of the woods yet, but, uh, in talking to Sandy, I said, Sandy, I feel so, so bad for you. There's nothing we can do. We've been praying. So many people have been praying and he looked at me seriously and Sandy's not a really serious guy a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, Ron, our hope was never in a result. Our hope is in a person. And if we can remember that when we're going through really difficult things, our hope is not in a result. And I think we humans, from an earthly perspective, are so result-oriented that our focus is entirely on the result. And speaking of Reuben again, because he called earlier, one of the one of the things Reuben has learned in these last several years is that Jesus has been with him every step of the way. 
in every difficult thing that he's ever had to go through. Mm -hmm. And I, I think once we learn that he's always going to be there, then our hope can be in a person rather than a result as well. And now we focus in rightly, so we want to be healed. Mm -hmm. We want this this mm -hmm. terrible problem to go away. But Jesus just says, you know, I'm I'm in it with you, just as he was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego mm -hmm. um, uh, in, in the fire. Um, they chose to stay in the fire when they could have come out mm -hmm. because being in the fire with Jesus is better than being free, for whatever that means, uh, without Jesus. They stayed with him. And men like Reuben, uh, people like the lady who uh, got the car last night, um, you know, she has learned that Jesus is with her every step of the way. And um, I, it, again, it was the best thing that I can remember. <laughs> it, it was just to see her, that unbridled joy. Mm -hmm. And God is good. God is mm -hmm. so good, she kept saying. Mm -hmm. And that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Hey, well, it's... Wow, that went fast. Yeah, we got 30 minutes left in the date day edition of the program, and Paula looks like she's got a lot in her notes. So we would love your calls, 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. This is the Date Day Show and the Word to Stand Up for Life. We'll be back in two minutes. back to the word to stand on for life we're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll free 877-630-KSLR now here's pastor ron arbaugh welcome back to the program thanks for hanging in there with us paula what is on your heart for the second half of your show i was kind of kind of laughing kind of not laughing but um i think you have a question yesterday or the day before um, about serving the Lord together. What, what was that question? Something to that effect, right? What was it? Do you remember? Something like that. Okay, then. I get a lot of questions, so <laughs> yeah, you do. once they're done, they're yeah. done until I get a new one. Uh, well, you know, maybe the husband serves too much and the wife is a little bit um, irritated. Well, I know. It was about was Peter. It? Was he a bad husband because he was always away oh, okay. from Jesus? And we okay. talked about certain partnerships. That was what okay, the question okay. was. Okay, yeah. Um, well, back in the early days when we first got here and you would do counseling in our little one bedroom apartment, you know, and I didn't really have anywhere else to go. So I would be in our bedroom and you'd be in the living room counseling. Well, between, you know, the bedroom and the living room, there was just that one bathroom. And so back then, Pastor Ron, you would counsel for hours sometimes like four hours and i'm in there crossing my fingers my legs everything saying can you get this done <laughs> i don't want these people to know i'm here you know and so i, I was new yeah you were new <laughs> and you were so sweet because you you knew not just being new but you knew at once they would go through that door and down the stairs would they remember what they heard and would they put it into practice? And so, um, yeah, those were some times when I was thinking, he's just taking way too much time. <laughs> but it had a whole lot to, more to do with me having to go to the restroom than it did your sweet counseling. You know, one of the, one of the things I've learned in, in, about counseling over the years is, you know, counseling is, is the most selfish thing anybody does. Mm -hmm. um, all the attention's focused on them. And and some people just eat it up. Yeah. And I learned over the years that when people aren't listening, um, then it's time to stop talking. Mm -hmm. And if they're not going to do what you tell them to do, um, there's no point in pounding them for hours. Mm -hmm. you, you just simply say, look, I can't help you if you're not going to take this counsel. If you're going to do what the Bible says to do, things will get better. If you're not going to do it, things will get worse. And they're probably going to get worse right away. Mm-hmm. And I've had people look at me and say, well, that's very harsh and unloving. No, it's just the truth. It's the most loving thing I can tell you. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do what God says, things get better. Mm -hmm. If you're not, things get worse. Mm -hmm. And we're wasting time. Yeah. And, and Yours, there's no point ours, in, yeah. and we could be helping somebody else. And, and see, the, the, the point of that gets the focus off of the people 
and the focus back yeah, on, on Jesus. Jesus yeah. And if their focus isn't going to go on Jesus, things aren't going to get better anyway. Yeah. I think the scripture that I use the most to myself as well is where Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey me. It's not how you feel or what you think or what the world says is right or wrong. No, Jesus says, Paula, and I'm a one-string guitar forever. Seems like everywhere I go, submit to your husband as to the Lord. You know, that's kind of like... Not my husband. <laughs> do that. Just do that, Paula. Let's start there, you know. Um, yeah, watch what you say, you know. Um, and so, yeah. Anyway, so... Serving we, the, oh, we, we, have, we, we, we have get a caller, caller so let's oh, go cool. to line one and talk with Daniel from Live Oak. Daniel, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hey, Pastor Ron. I'm on follow. Yeah, hey, Daniel. Calling. You know, there's um, not long ago, uh, Pastor Ron, you touched on Psalm 73. Um, and it was one of those things that during that time, and even still to this, uh, in this moment, one of the biggest things that I've kind of been struggling with is where the Lord wants me to go career-wise, because I feel like I know what I want to do. I feel like what I'm doing is I'm enjoying it, but it is not producing anything. Um, And as a husband, as a father, and as somebody who's trying to provide, I'm in this place where I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to do? And why is it that I look at other people and they're having success doing this and I'm not you know is this what you want me to do am I out of where you want me to go and if I Daniel you're breaking up unfortunately okay can you can you hear me now are you moving around baby because we can't you're breaking up really bad okay let me see if I can we can't hear you at all now Okay, can how about now? Okay. Okay. Is it any better? You there? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you Daniel, keep moving, yeah. Let let me let me share some okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was um I don't know how much you heard, but Go ahead, baby. Was, you know, kind of um Okay, nope. he's, he's he's just having some problems. Yeah. Daniel Oh. Once you hear, listen on the radio here, Daniel, because I got some things I think for you. Um, um, phone connection, or you can try to call back if I don't address your question directly. A couple of things. Um, one of the things that we 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 as men, you know, we always associate providing for our family with money, and while certainly money is needed, um, money can't be the end all be all. And God is going to use where you are to teach you what you need to know. And when we worry about a career, what should I do in the future? Um, We're we're playing in the devil's playground. Um, God is the God of the now. He he said, uh, tell him I am sent me. And I think what we've got to do is start realizing that, that God is really the provider for our family. If you're working and and you are, um, certainly this doesn't apply to people that are just lazy and sort of uh, using excuses not to work. But but people that are working, uh, God will bless that if you serve as unto the Lord at work. And when you're faithful there, when you're getting a little, you're faithful there, even if it's a difficult place to work, then God will then be free to, to, to let you follow him to the next place that he has for you. All of this to say, we needn't worry so much about what kind of career I'm going to go through. Now, if you've got something your heart is set on and your relationship with Jesus is right, then go for it. Then go for it. But sometimes, I mentioned Second Kings chapter 6 last night mm-hmm. in the Bible study, Paula. Sometimes God keeps us in a place where it's not so productive and, and, and we're, we're not getting paid what we think that we need. And he's doing that to teach us some lessons that we haven't yet learned. So be faithful where you are. Uh, be the best employee. Be there on time. And then watch God move you around. And I promise you, when you're following Jesus, um, uh, you, you'll end up in exactly the place that he wanted you to be. So it's not so much about us making plans. It's more about, okay, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. And wherever I am, 
That's where I'm going to serve to bring you honor and glory. And God will do the rest. So um, just, you know, it's, it's great to pray with thanksgiving. Make your request known to God. But remember, the most important thing that you can provide for your family is the godly leadership of a man who's submitted and committed to Jesus Christ. And when you're doing that, God is the one who will move you around. And and he is so faithful to do this, Daniel, that uh, really all you need to do is is just wait on him. Don't rush him. Wait on him. Uh, you're not being lazy. You're working. Uh, you, you know, if you're, you, you want more money, that's okay. But remember, be faithful with the money you've got to the Lord. Be faithful with the time at work. Be faithful as a witness for Jesus Christ where you are. And God will pick you up one day. And um, uh, it'd, be, it'd be an example of, of Jesus's parable about the, or the story with the, the religious leaders who come into the sacred assembly and take the, the, the prime seats, the high seats. And he said, it'll be embarrassing if somebody comes to you and say, no, we need got somebody more important than you to sit here. You go to the back. And and he said, on the other hand, um, the, for the faithful, God goes to them and says, hey, don't sit back here. I've got a place up front for you. Mm-hmm. And and that's just the way life works. I realize that doesn't happen quickly. I realize that we're impatient, when, especially when there's financial pressure. But being faithful to God always pays off. In the end, Daniel, thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We've got Greg online too from Bulverde. Greg, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hey, Greg. 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 Hello. We haven't heard from Greg in a little bit, huh? Yeah. And we're not yeah. hearing from him now either. <laughs> Greg, maybe maybe you can hang up and try back. We we cannot hear anything. Well, yeah, I've already yeah, I'm tried that a couple times here. Or, or, uh, there you are. Are you hearing me okay? Okay. Okay. Well, I got you I now. You, yes, I do. Good to hear uh, from you, Greg. Okay, I've been uh, kind of doing a little bit of homework on on Freemasonry, and uh, I don't know if it's if over years since George Washington, if Freemasonry has really changed much, but it seems to be very demonic now uh, in their practices and their secret rituals that they do, the secret society. And um, yeah. it's, for example, you know, some of these Hollywood people. Um, I saw a picture of of a, a very well-known Hollywood star who their son was had a picture of him without a shirt on. He's all tatted up. He had the all seeing eye in his chest and the symbol they used for 666. And um, have you ever done any homework on Freemasonry and, and what their history is? And just kind of wanted, if you haven't, I just definitely want to encourage you to do so because there's, there's definitely some major spiritual battles yeah. there. Yeah, thank you, Greg. And I have. Uh, let, me, let me recommend for everybody in the audience if you're interested or curious about Freemasonry. Uh, Walter Martin, uh, who was um, uh, the, the original author or the original host of the Bible Answer Man, and the uh, the author of the classic Kingdom of the Cults, uh, has a lot of great information about Freemasonry. And Greg, you're right. Freemasonry is absolutely incompatible with Christianity on so many fronts. And uh, the history of Freemasonry goes back to many of our founding fathers. Um, uh, I know men who are both Christians and Freemasons, but by definition, they're immature Christians uh, because they haven't dug in and they're focused more on, well, we're doing good things and we're doing this, we're doing that. When, when uh, of course, Jesus asks us to, to be submitted to him. So, um, yeah, I have done some homework on Freemasonry. There's a lot of information available out there. And The Kingdom of the Cults by Walter Martin is probably the best that I've read. There's some smaller stuff, shorter stuff, pamphlet-type stuff that's out there. But um, the secrets they keep, the oaths that they take, uh, all of them in contradistinction to what the Bible tells us. Greg, thank you. And I don't know why we're having trouble with our phones. I know our Internet is down, but that shouldn't affect our phone lines. But um, but we're, we're having mm-hmm. some problems, mm-hmm. obviously. 
Thank you guys for calling. It's, I appreciate it. It's all out there in the air. Yeah. The prince of the air is yeah. messing with us, <laughs> Pastor Ron. Okay, Paula, do we got <laughs> nobody holding right now? Okay. So what's on your So, um, you know, what I was saying is serving the Lord together. So you were doing most of the, the um, counseling. and I was over in the other room doing most of the praying. Like, Lord, let them get it. Yeah, but you weren't supposed to be praying. Make them stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make them, make them stop, no. But help the people to really hear, you know, the heart that God had given you for them because I know that you are holding them in that room as long as possible because at least there you, you know they were getting a word and they weren't really arguing yet with one another. The problem was how many times before they got down our flight of stairs were they already. And so I know you were holding on as long as possible. Paula, do you remember the time? These are, <laughs> these are cute stories from our past, way, way, way past. But mm-hmm. Remember the time when I went out one morning really early to get the newspaper? Yeah. And there was one of my counseling <laughs> men who was sitting out there on my step at 6 o'clock in the morning yeah. reading the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, there you are. Can you come out and play now? Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Like, just, that's well, just yeah. how needy. How needy are you? <laughs> that's where he started getting that list. The lost, the hurting, yeah. the hungry, the broken, the needy. Yeah, go find Jesus. Confused. He's waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But So our gifts complement one another. You are, you have... Uh, the gift of counseling, um, and it's pretty obvious. Uh, but our gifts kind of complement each other instead of us competing. I mean, I'm never going to be the teacher that you are, and, and I'm okay with that because you're the you're more the studious, serious one, and I'm not. <laughs> that's okay. When you tell people you're the comic relief, I'm the comic relief. That one day a week <laughs> on this show is enough for you all, and so our gifts really do kind of really do compliment one another and um I, I like my I like my gift. I like my gift of encouragement not only for the body here but for you as well. Um and so um and then when you know, I used to get mad when people would call me up and want me to come and speak somewhere with you not being there or you being in the audience, oh my gosh, that was the worst. Um because <laughs> I used to get upset like only asking me to come over here because they think I'm going to be like you. And now, no, that's not the case because you've been saying forever, Paul, just be yourself, you know, kind of thing. And so now I'm just able to kind of be my, we compliment each other. When people see you, they think of me. And we don't even look anything alike. We're like <laughs> Siamese, we're like Siamese twins stuck together, um, but so different. And how awesome is that? You know, when people see me, they're like, like when I go somewhere that we are normally together, they're like looking around behind me like, where's Pastor Ron? Well, he's not here today. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but no. Um, and so your gift of, of teaching, exhortation, and mine of, of uh, encouragement, it's like, okay, this is what he said. Now, you know it's true. Let's go do it together, you know. Um, and so I think we, I think we're... Yeah. I tell, people, God knows yeah, I tell people all the time, I said, um, I walk into a room and it gets dark. When Paula walks into the room, it's like somebody turned the light. Hey, let's party. <laughs> and, and, and God has used you and your personality uh, countless times over the years to open doors, to really talk um, uh, to people about what matters. You know, everybody's eager to talk about stuff that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy at the gym not long ago, and I just told him, I said, look, you know where I am, you know who I am. If you ever really want to talk about something important, mm-hmm. then I'm here. Yeah. And um, you have a way of being able to break through to people like that, and, and uh, most of the time I'm there to capitalize on it. Yes. But, but you know, again, our gifts are complementary, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it was supposed to be like. Yeah. Um, when when God said it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, too, talking about complementary gifts, where I can help kind of open a door and get the conversation going, and then when it gets serious, I have learned from you over the years, okay, Paula, just because you're uncomfortable, it's not <laughs> the time for the comic relief right now. <laughs> you know, this is kind of hard-hitting, and the people need to hear what Jesus is saying, you know. 
get rid of this. Stop doing wrong and learn to do right. And it gets real tense. And I would be uncomfortable and I'd try to like lighten up the, the atmosphere. And you kind of give me that look like, not now. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to learn too. So it's, it's, I like it. I love that. Oh, it, no. um, and so, you know, talking about people, you know, couples serving together. I was, I'm laughing. I'm going to laugh at you. Uh, one of my friends, the first elder's wife, she, um, you were talking to, you know, Elder Rick, come on, so say it. And, and and his wife was there, and she just kind of had that look like, do I have to be at church every time the doors are open? Because he's <laughs> going to be the elder. <laughs> and what did you say? Yes. Oh, no, no you I... didn't either. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't you want to be? Yeah, come on, man. No, mm-hmm. I, you know, we've, we've never insisted, you know, as as people... Um, you know, fit in yeah. to where God put them. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes a labor of love. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I'm sure she was feeling the pressure of what does this mean and yeah. what does it mean? And, and she has been so faithful mm-hmm. over 25 plus years yeah. now yeah. Um, that, uh, you know, we, we've no issues, <laughs> no issues at all. You don't make people do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, God calls them because they really want to do stuff. You give them the opportunity, mm-hmm. and they just bloom yeah. uh, in, in, the, in their calling. And that particular husband and wife, um, they have been faithfully serving uh, for all, all these years. You know, it's, it's very rare when a pastor uh, doesn't have a turnover of elders or pastors. And we've just had uh, unbelievable, wonderful continuity in people. Our first two elders are still elding. And, mm-hmm. I love and, that. And um, um, uh, the, the other people that we, as we've had to add elders as we've grown, mm-hmm. um, uh, everybody has just been as faithful as can be. We've lost an elder to death. We've lost elders because they had to move mm-hmm. uh, jobs or, or the military took them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, we just haven't had any any issues. People have been faithful. And I think the important thing is God's word says, don't lay hands on people to ordain them uh, until they've proven them. Every man given a trust, but God must prove faithful. faithful, And, um, and they've been tested and proven and they're faithful. If you you call the ones God wants you to call, then you're not going to have the problems. I think the problem that a lot of us have in churches is that we, we kind of go impressions yeah and, and yeah. we see somebody particularly gifted we think wow i can use him mm-hmm. or use mm-hmm. but but you know you wait for the ones that god calls i tell all the pastors that we've sent out to plant churches don't don't be in a rush uh, don't don't take your friends mm-hmm. um you lay hands on the people that god has chosen and their gifting will make it obvious to you over a period of time. But, yeah. but make sure there's enough time for them to have been tested. Yeah, yeah. You know, another thing I wanted to say to you is you're talking about faithful people being chosen. Well, because I had asked already, but on Tuesday I was still not feeling that great, but I had the women's leadership meeting, and that's 17 ladies. And I had um, the unusual kindness chefs make the meal as well as the dessert. And so all those ladies got to experience what it's going to be like. And, I, you know, for you out in the listening radio audience, pray really hard that the Lord would move on the city and, um, and, and bless this unusual kindness venture that we are embarking yeah, and, on. And let me go one step further and ask everybody to pray. We've got a meeting on Tuesday with our city. Uh, the people that are bound and determined that they don't want a free restaurant uh, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a meeting with them, and what I would love for everybody to be doing is praying that God would move on the heart of the city manager and the business development manager of the city. Uh, we will be meeting with them. Uh, Pastor Ken and I will be meeting with them on Tuesday morning, and we would love to know that you're praying. And, and what my prayer has been, Lord, you move the hearts of kings uh, you can move the hearts of those in authority. Um, Lord, the resistance is there for reasons that we don't really understand. Um, but, um, God, you can move on their hearts. So I would just ask, I'm going to be asking people at the church, but but certainly everybody in the radio audience as well, please be praying that we would find 
um, unusual kindness. Yeah. For unusual kindness, yeah, yeah. because that's what we're going to do. So we're working at it, and we'll, we'll keep you posted mm-hmm. on the results. Paula, we're now just a little over two minutes left in the program, so what do you want to share? Well, you know, uh, again, the Lord said, pray for the city and this this church, this free school, free medical clinic has done great things for our community, great things. But those are all things that... Um, don't cost the people any money to come here. Um, the city is not getting any revenue, of course, but they can all they can come to church if they wanted to. They can have their kids in a free school if they wanted to. They can get free medical clinic um, help if they wanted to. But this thing with the restaurant, they could get free food. They're just not thinking, Pastor Ron. So I'm just I'm praying. And I told you I had a I had a dream that I saw a couple of the city people in my dream sitting in unusual kindness, not because they just wanted to be there, but they needed to be there. And I don't know if that was needed because they got fired or whatever. I don't know, but anyway. They needed to be there. Yeah, that does not mean we're praying for people to get no, fired. No, it so really no, doesn't. No, no, so I don't that's, want, not, that's not what she was no, saying. No, no, but, but I just don't know. Yeah. They were sitting in the restaurant, but we want to invite everybody to come. It's not just for poor people. It's for anybody and everybody. And so I, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to Blessed it. Blessed are the poor in spirit. There you go. And we need those who What'd don't you say, know Paul, Jesus Christ. Watch what you say. Yeah. Okay, we, I got you. We have to watch what you say. <laughs> well, now we are inside a minute, Paula. So, uh, as always, thank you for being here. Any last words? Thanks again for everybody who uh, just continues to hold up uh, Calvary Chapel San Antonio in their prayers. Because this past Sunday, when I wasn't here, even though I watched online all three services, <laughs> the people are coming back to church. They're really coming back to church. And I had a lady last night, I met her first time. She goes, haven't been in church in I don't know how many years, but I heard about this church, and I want to learn more about God. <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in. we got to cut off quickly. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapels, the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.